Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication. Tickets are on sale now, so for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to this special Vinitali International Academy 2022 Taormina Gourmet and Mount Etna Gita Scolastica series. The last week of October took a team of our staff and 15 Vinitali International Academy ambassadors to the annual Taormina Gourmet event hosted by Cronaca di Gusto, and then on to explore several vineyards and wines on Mount Etna. Of course, we documented the whole experience. Listen in as Cynthia Chaplin narrates her travel adventures. And remember, if you prefer written content, just go to our blog on italianwinepodcast.com. Now, on to the show. It was an early start as three members of the VIA team flew from Verona to Catania, kicking off the VIA Gita Scolastica Tower Mina Gourmet and Mount Etna edition for 2022. A little sleepy but raring to go, Elena Voloshina, Victoria Cheche, and I took off into the dawn skies full of excitement. We were enchanted by the stunning drive to our hotel Villa Diodoro, the sea sparkling in the sunshine on our right and Mount Etna rising majestically on our left, with wispy plumes of smoke drifting from its peak. But it was straight down to business once we arrived. We met up with our excited and enthusiastic group of Italian wine ambassadors, many of whom had braved the challenges of an Italian air traffic control strike and fought their way through travel hell to get to Sicily. A mad dash to get to our first masterclass, Six Grillos, presented by Jeff Porter and Antonio Rallo of Donna Fugata and president of the Sicilia Dock Consortium. There's been a Grillo explosion all over the island, and these wines showed the depth and breadth the two biotypes of Grillo can produce. All showed great levels of fresh acidity, with Feudo Arancio 2021 from Ragusa, giving great balance between fruit, minerality, and acidity, with notes of sage and sea salt five months on lees, and a lovely long finish, all wrapped up in a sustainable recycled bottle made with 100% Sicilian glass. Di Giovanna's Vuria 2021 from Agrigento, grown on limestone and volcanic soils and made using soft press, was almost fumé in style, savory, tropical, tangy, and full of wet stone notes with an almost tannic grip. Feudo di Sisa 2021 from Monreale on clay soils used lees to give an amazing texture with sophisticated citrus and saline notes that sat comfortably on the palate, sure to become even more interesting with a little aging. Everyone ran for the pizza at the cooking masterclasses before our next tasting, this time Nero Davola again with Jeff Porter and Antonio Rallo. Nero Davola is the most planted red grape in Sicily, and recent years have shown care and quality, with vineyards now down to 4 million hectares from their heyday of 10 million in the 1970s. Great aging potential and rootstocks that are resistant to drought are making this grape shine. Styles went from light-bodied wines made in steel with floral notes and zingy black raspberry fruit with good acidity all the way to wines from 2018 that saw maturation in oak. Of note were Principi di Butera, Amaira, 2019, grown on clay and sand at 330 meters above sea level, giving a very pretty nose with black cherry, black tea, violets, and lilac, ending with a savory finish and one year in oak. 
Planeta Santa Cecilia 2018 from Noto at 35 meters above sea level, long maceration and one year in oak of various sizes, presented with blood orange and blonde tobacco leaf notes, velvety soft tannins, and a seductive lingering soft fruit finish. Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. The most fascinating tasting of the day, in my opinion, was orange wines, much more than a trend. Ten wines from all over Italy in all shades of orange gave a wonderfully complete snapshot of this winemaking technique, using Zibibo, Falangina, Grillo, and Vitovska grapes. Most customers are looking for clean wines nowadays, using a closed natural cycle, not too extreme in nature. Various lengths of skin contact time, maceration, and differing winemaking vessels all contributed to the wines we found in our glasses. A standout was Baracco Alto Mare, 2019, a grillo from near the sea. The wine was a gorgeous sunset color, bright peach with hints of rose gold. A long skin maceration with whole bunches for one year produced an elegant, restrained, delicious wine with savory, sapid, salmastre, or salt bush, as Jill Gordon-Smith remarked, on top of fleshy orange, green almond, and citrus oil with the merest zip of cinnamon. Dry and fresh, with good acidity, this one was a winner for sure. Last but not least, Riesling Without Frontiers took us through a whopping 13 wines, starting at 7.30 p.m. I can't tell a lie, there was a lot of fidgeting in the room as the speaker from Cronache di Gusto rambled off in Italian, recounting personal stories about the producers and losing his place from time to time in the slides of maps showing wine regions all across Europe. Luckily, sitting with Corin Ketty, MW student, and Andrea Eby, M.W. student and head of Italian Wine Scholar, made this a much more interesting tasting than it otherwise might have been. The range of wines from basic screw-cap steel-made styles, all the way to the sweetness of Cabinet, Spot-Lazy, and Baronaus-Lazy examples, was a great way to run through the world of Riesling and get a feel for this grape's versatility. An interesting wine from Alice Hartman in Luxembourg, with ripe citrus, grapefruit, benzene, and a textural finish, as well as an earthy, mushroomy, tropical, and sour citrus one from Domaine Josmeyer in Alsace, were both unusual and fun to discuss and ponder. The final three sweeter versions also showed some interesting earthy notes with saffron, dried autumn leaves, apples in blossom, as well as all well-balanced by retained acidity. Dinner time, thank God. We all needed food and lots of it. A nighttime stroll down the road, we were treated to beautiful bites of modern Italian cuisine, cooked up by well-known chefs at buffet stations scattered around the beautiful outdoor terrace. A great opportunity to mingle with speakers, producers, journalists, and of course our own Via Italian wine ambassadors. Top dishes for the night? An unbelievable risotto with sea urchin and toasted hazelnuts, and a divine dessert of sweet and savory, white chocolate and capers, almond biscuit and olive oil, dusted with dried tomato powder, a piece of art to end our incredible first day in Sicily. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin
The Italian Wine Podcast is introducing a new donation drive this month. It's called Why Am I a Fan? We are encouraging anyone who tunes in on a regular basis to send us your 10-second video on why you are a fan of our podcast network or a specific show. We will then share your thoughts with the world with the goal of garnering support for our donation drive. Italian Wine Podcast is a publicly funded, sponsor-driven enterprise that needs you in order to continue to receive awesome free wine edutainment seven days a week. We are asking our listeners to donate to the Italian Wine Podcast by clicking either the GoFundMe link or the Patreon link found on italianwinepodcast.com. Remember, if you sign up as a monthly donor on our Patreon, we will send you a free IWP t-shirt and a copy of the Wine Democracy book, the newest Mama Jumbo Shrimp publication. 